Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone, and we're going to talk about the first two episodes of the first season of Babylon 5. Adam has talked me into watching all of Babylon 5, and so uh, I'm aware of the show, but it's always been something where I might have seen it on in the background when a friend of mine who was super into it was watching it, and or I just saw posters of it in various places. But I haven't really seen the show, so this is all new to me. And uh, we watched the the prequel and the pilot, and now we're on to the first two episodes. So, Adam, you know, why don't you set the stage for uh, for this discussion? Ah, uh, sure. Set the stage. All right. So uh, the first episode is Midnight on the Firing Line. It's uh, it leads off with a with a tense uh, situation between Dinar and Centauri. They're uh, uh, the, the Narn are a species that was conquered by the Centauri at one point and are really out for blood now. And the Centauri are a uh, kind of declining empire in this situation. But uh, that's the setup. And it, the two ambassadors each have their own personal interest in the conflict. So, uh, oh, yeah. and then what was the other one? Soul Hunter was that the uh, Soul Hunter is the other episode. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's uh, one where a mysterious alien shows up at the station. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, instead of obviously Babylon Five, for people that don't know it, it's it's around a diplomatic station. So you know, it's, it's the ambassadors, kind of a United Nations in space situation. Now, b- before we get into the discussion, because Soul Hunter was a curious episode to me, I don't want to talk about it yet, but I just had a question: How mystical does this show get? Like, how far is it on the hard sci-fi versus sort of getting into maybe Star Wars territory with things like the it's, Force? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's weird because it's both. It's uh it's got really, you know, a lot, a lot of elements are really hard science fiction, and it's got elements that are that are pretty mystical at the same time. It goes because I mean, you know, like you know, to 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 single out one point, you know, in in Soul Hunter, there's the grapple sequence where he's trying to grapple the other ship, and it's like that the Star Furies those fighters they have that he's using to grapple it's like they have completely realistic physics like nasa signed off on those ships as being viable spaceship design you know and it's like the way they move their their propulsion everything they're completely realistic spaceships but yeah you do have you do have some fairly mystical elements in there as well okay (laughs) so 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 the first episode i thought was very good it was it's a little the, the second episode is a lot uh, a lot more exciting, I think, than the first one. But the first one uh, really sets the stage for a lot of the what I assume are some of the big conflicts coming down the pike. Um, yeah, and I and it, yeah. and it and it and I felt like it introduced me. I, I knew them from the prequel, but I realized this might be other people's first introduction to the series at all. So, uh, so it really helped sort of establish the different races and what you know, like how they feel about each other, and and that sort of thing. So. You know, and I like that that it that 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 it was a fairly mundane sort of uh, sort of plot. Like it was it was it was it was it, it was sort of something that I could see ripped from CNN headlines and applied mm-hmm. to space. And I thought that was pretty nice the way they did it. And it wasn't done in like a well, okay, because this thing is going on, we're going to comment on this thing. It just had the the plausibility uh, of it. So. Yeah, it felt like a real political situation. Yeah. It, uh, 
And yeah, I, I like that. And like, like you say, it does kind of lay the groundwork again, because this aired about a year after the pilot. The pilot was kind of aired when they were trying to see if they could get a series going. Uh, you know, and then, yeah, the series happened because the pilot got good enough ratings. And so, yeah, it's like basically there, there's no assumption on their part that anyone's seen the show before, yeah. you know, saw the pilot or anything when they when they aired this uh, this episode. So, well, and but yeah, I, I feel I feel and if, I feel it doesn't feel repetitive in the way that it does that. It just, you know, if it does. If you don't know the characters, it does introduce you well. And I, I also I, I I like the sort of like this election going on in the background. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and and again, you know, people have to forgive me because I'm getting used to some of the characters, so I haven't quite mastered all the names. But um, I think uh, what is it? Ivanova is that the uh, uh, Ivanova? Yeah, Ivanova. So is she the one? Was this the episode where they had the? Uh, I don't remember the precise word for them, but like the telepaths in the. Uh, in the setting was it was this the one where she sort of revealed her backstory is that the next episode of the... that's the first step the end okay. of, it's about right about the end of the first episode okay yeah she uh talks to talia winters in the bar because i was just realizing as i was wondering there's a lot packed into this first episode and that <laughs> and when we get to that point i'm like you know wow we're like really learning a lot here and i i thought that was a pretty interesting background because that because number one it, it told me a lot about that character but number two it told me a lot about the setting and, yeah and that so it was, it was a very interesting moment in the because i wasn't really expecting i was like oh, okay they're gonna talk now and and she's gonna like get over it somehow and it was a much more interesting exchange than i initially thought it was gonna be um yeah i would consider this out of sci-fi tv shows one of the best first episodes to mm -hmm. to you know any sci-fi tv show as far mm -hmm. as just laying out the setting the characters just the feel it, it does a fantastic job and yeah. and you've got you've got the two plot lines you've got the whole centauri narn conflict plot line and you've got the raider plot line it ties those two together near the end of the episode and it's uh, yeah. I mean, you get you get a little bit of uh, the Vorlon in there. Kosh, yeah, has this little talk with Sinclair about how they are a dying people and we should let them pass. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't clarify who, right? He did. He... Yeah, he said. Oh, so yeah. Sinclair's answer is like you know, the the Narn, the, the or the Centauri, and he just says yes. So he means both. <laughs> is that what he's saying? Um, or 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 it could be one of them, you know. Okay. It's your choice, or it could be both. It's 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 ambiguous. So, There's a lot of ways to read that. And um, and so yeah, and, and I and I like the way they tied it in with Londo and having his nephew on. Uh, what was it Ragesh three? Ragesh three. He, put, yeah. he basically pulled strings to get him there so he'd be out of harm's way, and then he ends up a hostage. And Jakar sort of cleverly plays the hostage footage at the at the council yeah. meeting to you know it was, it was I, I thought that was those were all very nice like i said believable touches we've all seen that kind of footage before we all kind of know what it means so it was like an instantly i got yeah. what's going on yeah um, it's like oh there's a gun off to the side this guy just got the yeah. got the crap beat out of him or something and uh and so yeah i i i, I like the episode but I, I do think it wasn't it wasn't as exciting as the second episode this felt like a very yeah. laying the foundations for stuff to come and so it's hard for me to judge it until i see oh does this pay dividends down the road um like there's a there's a whole thing in there where londo talk I, I, and, and i don't know if this is a is this a cultural thing with them or is this like uh inherent in their biology 
but they have dreams where they 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 see their own death, right? And and he, yeah, it, it's I mean, uh, basically, yeah, the, the Centauri. I mean, obviously, not every single one of them does, but yeah, they are prone to visions of their death. And the, the Centauri as a whole, their psychic powers relate more to seeing the future. It's okay. like that's something that humans don't. There's human psychics, but they don't have that ability at no. all. That's kind of a Centauri thing. Okay, and so. But he, he, he talks about how, you know, he sees himself in 20 years strangling a man. And then the moment he met Jakar, he knew that was the guy yeah. that he was going to strangle. <laughs> that, I, that was very, I, I like that scene. I, I like that idea of that. Um, it, it just, yeah. I don't know. It, it, again, it packs a lot in. It explains a lot about the character. It explains more about the setting. And I feel like they do that really well. And it doesn't mm-hmm. feel, I don't know, sometimes, sometimes shows will try to do that. But it feels like, okay, now we're going to like do it just feels a little artificial this i didn't even notice they were doing it until after it had happened and so it was uh you know yeah and the whole the whole dream thing when sinclair is talking to uh to um uh to 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 uh, jakar the the uh, narn he uh yeah, so Jakar is telling him about you know his his dream of one day the Centauri being wiped out and their bones carved into flutes for small children and then um, Clay's like oh not every dream I've heard turns out well for you Jakar. <laughs> that was another question I had. The captain was really getting aggressive with Jakar in his language, and I wasn't sure is he just doing that because he knows like that the Narn are very aggressive generally and that's how you have to deal with them or was he just is that like the captain's personality where he's like okay like I'm not gonna uh you know I'm I'm gonna challenge you because you know do you know what I mean because it is it is it is like he is on like it seems like he's it's a diplomatic space station so I would imagine it was that he's meeting the Narn halfway but yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't give an exact answer, but yeah, I think I think it is a bit of him meeting him halfway because Sinclair isn't a, an especially angry, aggressive person by nature, uh, you know, as a whole. So, and uh, you know, you know, I think I think it's probably a little bit of both there, but. Okay. <laughs> but and who yeah, and of course, we had some cast turnover in this episode. You get a. Uh, you get a different psychic. You have Talia Winters. Oh, is that what I was going to ask? Is that, that's a different actor, actress, and and is it a different character, yeah. or is it? A, is it, it is a different character. Okay. Yeah, that, she that looks kind of like the... the first one. Like she just has lighter hair, but but they kind of yeah. look similar. So. Yeah, yeah. The other character is still around, and she, you will see her again mm. in the future. So she still exists, but okay. she is not in the series at the moment, and. Uh, Boy, I, f- I forget the the name of the uh, commander from the pilot, the one who kind of watches the the command station. Um, but she was the girl from the Karate Kid too. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 that one. Uh, uh, yeah, she. Uh, she, but yeah, she was replaced by Ivanova. So I'll I'll find her name while we're talking. But um, yeah, and I kind of yeah. felt. I mean, I kind of felt bad about that because I was I, I I I I I I thought that 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 would be an interesting character, but I do know that Ivanova obviously becomes popular so i'm sure uh you know maybe fans consider it a good, yeah good don't judge place. ivanova yet because they they're i i it's like it's one of those characters where they're kind of fine-tuning the character in the first few episodes and it's like it, yeah, it's, her it's personality like a, right now is kind of like i'm russian that seems to be the exact personality right and now. they 
they they totally dropped the Russian accent within a couple episodes. <laughs> I didn't even notice that she had. Well, I actually thought that. Well, was yeah, good, that's because it comes and goes. Yeah, I thought that was a good choice to not have the accent because I I, I think you don't necessarily need it in all cases. And yeah, um, it's sort of like Londo and his assistant. I, I forget the assistant's name. Um, and I don't know if um, his, if, if assistant is the right title. Why am I blanking on his name? Um, but he's kind of like a Veer is his Veer. assistant. Yeah, he's kind of I don't know. He's an interesting guy, but he but he sounds like he's from New York or something. Do you know what I mean? He's uh, yeah, you know, and yeah. uh, and uh, but I thought that worked. And I and I was I, as I'm seeing that him and Londo have these different accents. I'm like, well, either they just let the actors do what what works, or maybe there's like a a setting explanation where this guy was raised in some other place in the galaxy. And Londo was raised like on the home world or something. So yeah, Ostrzynski, you know, he, people would would bug him about that on the internet back in the day, and his answer was always, "It's like, well, why do why do humans have different accents?" Mm. There you go. So okay. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, they, yeah, they don't they don't all have to have the same accent. So that was his, you know, his explanation. But yeah, so, and the. Uh, like I said, the election in the background's good. That's, you know, I mean, one thing this show's good about, you know, we've complained in other shows about not setting something up they easily could have set up. You know, it's like in this show, there's always those little things in the background that won't pay off for like, you know, three seasons or something. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, uh, it plans. So that character that got replaced, her name was um, Laurel Takashima is the name of the character. Takashima, and it was portrayed yeah. by Tamlin uh, Tomita. And I hope I pronounced those right. Um, but and she was, yeah. and she played the, the love interest in the Karate Kid, too, which is how I what I recognized her from when I when I first saw it. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I, 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 uh, I, I enjoyed the episode and I, and I'm, and I, I can definitely see why people like Londo. I think he's definitely, he's, he is the most, uh, interesting character in the show by far, in my opinion. And, yeah. uh, um, but there's a lot of other stuff going on too. And I'm very curious to learn more about the Babylon five station. Cause I can see they kind of have a, there's a little bit of a world that exists there and, mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's kind of similar to something like the Enterprise or something where it takes you a little while to kind of figure out, I think, sort of what the, like, what the layout is. Do you know what I mean? Like, how this thing is supposed to be structured. Yeah. So, well, you, uh, you, you, in the second episode, you, you learn about Down Below, which is the, the lower decks where they're yeah. basically the slums where you've got the, the, you know, insect crime lord down there who's always cutting deals with people. So, uh, so yeah, so I liked it. My my only complaint so far about the show is I don't like the way they spell Jakar's name. I think it should be spelled with a J. Because um, <laughs> if that was in a novel, I would definitely pronounce it Gakar. So, uh-huh. Uh, um, uh-huh. but uh, and in my notes, uh-huh. I keep using a J. But other, but I, but otherwise, you know, no no complaints with that first episode. Now the second episode, and what's that? What's the title of this one? It's a um, uh, Soul Hunter. Soul Hunter. That was a cool episode, and yeah, and I think it was cool because number one, it was a really interesting choice to follow up the first episode, which is all sort of like, I don't know, it sort of it sort of is like like the first episode is screaming like this is like a hard science fiction setting to me. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the, like the first episode yeah. is giving me all the indications I need to know that this is like a little bit more Clark than than like Spielberg or something, and. And then the second episode, they introduced the Soul Hunter, and I'm like, wait a second, there's souls here, and yeah. I kind of had a hint of stuff like this because of the prequel, but I really put a lot of that on my mind once I got to the to the regular show, and uh, 
I, I don't know. I, I, I this show had me questioning a lot of things. Even by the ending, you were you were wondering. A, there were just so many questions. So I mean, I, I I I will probably butcher the plot, but but basically they rescue. Uh, uh, like a damaged ship in in space, and there's an mm-hmm. injured alien on board, and then um, they find out that the alien is this creature called a soul hunter, and a, the, all the other aliens are freaked out about them. Humans have never really heard about them, so they they kind of let them stay on the ship, and and at first I thought it was going to be like a like a thing episode or something, which. To be honest, I what I mean, I love the thing, but I just wasn't. I don't need another episode of the thing. Um, yeah, and yeah. and it went in a much more interesting direction. He turned out to be like somebody they could interact with. He was he was fairly open about what he did, um, and 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 it really became this sort of conflict between the soul hunter philosophy and the religions of the the uh, the other aliens on board. Uh, and, and there's obviously, you know, there's more to the plot than that. It gets, it gets pretty, the, the stakes get pretty high. He, um, uh, he kidnaps, um, Delenn, right. And tries to steal her soul because he's a, uh, I, I think the backstory is this soul hunter originally tried to take, um, whoever her master was from the prequel, he tried to take yes. his soul. Du- and they, Ducat. Yeah. Ducat. And they, and, and they blocked him and he failed and went crazy and usually soul hunters, they wait, they, they have premonitions of like when people are going to die and they gather the soul then. But he decides to take a more proactive approach and go rogue and he just kills people and takes their soul. So I, I thought it was a cool episode. And, and also I like that they never really, they kind of have it both ways. They, they have this character that is clearly taking something from people, but it's not necessarily a mystical soul. I could, I could easily see this is just sort of some kind of weird psychic imprint that he's he's mm-hmm. like you know like computer code basically that he's putting into these devices that he has um and and by the end of the episode because because even he says if they don't gather the souls they just get destroyed so uh, yeah so there's that possibility and by the end of the episode where delenn the whole arc for her is he has some of uh the membari souls collected and and she she basically crushes the orbs that they're in to release them so that they can, because I think they have kind of like a Hindu type thing where you return to the same sort of source and it's like a collective thing that everybody belongs to. And so, so at the end of the episode, she's sort of delightfully crushing them and there's this sense of peace and calm as the souls are being released. But I'm wondering as a viewer, maybe she's (laughs) wrong. Maybe she's just destroyed the last remnants of, of, of those people. And so I don't know. I, I really like the episode for that reason because I felt like I I felt like they were, they kind I mean they suggested that she was right in the way that they filmed that final scene, but yeah. I still don't think it was definitive. I think you could watch it and be like, well, I think there's still a chance that she's wrong, and and that and that's just like a psych the last psychic imprint of um of of whatever Membari she was whose soul she had in her hands. Um, yeah, it's exactly. There is some ambiguity. This was actually the first episode of Babylon Five I ever saw. Okay, and, uh, it, it definitely had me intrigued. But uh, it, yeah, it, it has some uh, some really nice, nicely directed sequences in it too. Like the sequence where where the where he's he's gra- trying to grapple the spaceship at first. I feel like that's just a really really well done action sequence mm-hmm. and. 
and of course the sequence too where the uh with the shell game where there's the guy doing the shell game down there and he gets mm-hmm. murdered it's like that whole scene just just flows really well that's nice and suspenseful it uh it's it's a very well made episode and uh yeah and i mean you know once again i feel i feel this is one of those episodes that's it's actually better when you've seen the prequel too cuz obviously the prequel didn't exist when this first aired but yeah. once again you 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 know who ducat is you yeah. know what this war was you know you have you just you just have more to go on as far as the background of these characters yeah it, i i do think and and and, I, and it's funny cuz i've i've discussed I've discussed with a few people now whether, uh, you know, like my, my Babylon 5 viewing, and I've told them sort of the, the way that we structured it, where I watched the prequel and the pilot. And I got very different opinions from, from everybody on whether yeah. that's the way to do it. And so I have a good sense of what the trade-offs are now, I think. of of And I think I prefer having seen the prequel because when they mention Dukat, I immediately imagined his death and I had a visual in my head that I could go yeah. to. And I feel like... I might have forgotten by now who you know who that character was supposed to be uh, if I only had the guy's description of it to go on. So so I think it yeah. kind of made it made it a little easier to follow some of the plot elements. I can also see there are some surprises that obviously won't be surprises for me. But I think I'd rather understand than. Yeah, because the thing is, the surprises are what's going to happen. It's like you know that Delana is really one of the great council, and yeah. you know you have a little bit of an idea of what she's up to, but you still don't know. You know, are people going to find out? Sinclair's looking into it now. Yeah. What's going to happen? And that's that's more interesting than, you know, I, I feel like it's it's a cheap surprise. You know, since Delana is one of the main characters on the show, to just conceal from the audience what one of the main characters up isn't the greatest form of suspense you're just you know it's not suspense about what's going to happen it's just i'm keeping a secret from the audience you know but and it's so also, i don't feel like you're losing much the interesting thing that watching the prequel has done for me too and i still want to talk about this episode but um no oh, sure but uh it, it it gave me a benchmark to measure all of the sort of backstory that is informing the episode you know what i mean so like it's it it's like i because they made the prequel later i can i can sort i sort of have like a road map to 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 you know well how well do all these strands actually fit together and yeah and so it's, it's it's enabling me to kind of judge that while i'm watching but um yeah but yeah i i i thought the the i i forget the the did the head soul hunter even have a name in this one or was he just the soul hunter um Ah, boy, I, I've forgotten the actual names of the Soul Hunters. Yeah, let's Let see. see. Star Fury, is that... Um... No, Star Fury's are the fighters. So oh, okay. The, that's the... Uh, uh... Well, it's okay. We just, you know, the, 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 the I, I found that character uh, quite interesting. And I like the whole concept that they kind of go around gathering souls. And it seemed like... And, and also, I... A lot of times in, 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 in things like this, you'll have like a weird religion or practice that people engage in, but they don't they don't really say what it means. Like it's like, oh, we just kind of worship it. It's like, OK, well, you know, like I know like if, you, if anybody's ever been to a religious service, you know that there, it's not you don't just go there and sit there. There's some there's some active yeah. participation. And so I and, and you're trying to get something out of it. Do you know I mean like you're getting you don't just go to the go to these kinds of. Uh, you don't you don't seek out religious experiences that you're not necessarily without reason. You're trying to get extract something from them, 
And it seemed to me what he was getting from them is he's talking to them. He talks to the souls and he gets information from them. And, yeah. and that must be enormously comforting. Like imagine being able to go and gather up the imprints of the souls of all the most interesting people in the universe. Cause he says like they go after the poets and the, you know, it's, it's kind of what we do already. So it's sort of like, it's really, it felt like it was rooted in this really deep impulse to, to, uh, to sort of communicate with, with people who have, who've left text and music and stuff for us to, 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 to enjoy. And so yeah. I, I just really like that idea of, Ooh, that'd be cool to, you know, I'm going to go back and I'm going to get like, um, you know, you'll, you, you, you'll gather the soul of, of the great poets and, 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 uh, you know, you get Shakespeare in a, in a, in a little orb and you can, and you can talk to him. It's a, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting, interesting idea. It is. Yeah, this show is definitely very interested in religion. I mean, you you get a feel for all the different all the different species religions and what they mean to them and that kind of thing. So it's uh yeah, that that is something the show will continue to do a pretty good job with. And uh Yeah, and of course we have the, we have the new doctor in this episode too, who actually you've met before because he was also in the prequel movie. And it, it, is that Stephen Franklin? Is he? The, is that the name of the character? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think he's a little better than the pilot doctor. I think he's got a little bit more. Um, <laughs> I don't know. The, the other doctor looked like he was ready to retire. So this yeah is, um, yeah is a no. better choice. And, no, uh, Steve, Stephen Franklin's a really really good character. Yeah, uh, and he was he important this episode. You needed his character to counterpoint a lot of what the 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 the. I can't remember the name of them now again. The uh, the Soul Hunter was um, all the stuff that he was saying about souls, and and the Doctor was quite skeptical, and so that's what got yeah. me so interested. I was like, okay, well, clearly there's the the case hasn't been settled on this. Then there's still you know some of them believe this, some of them don't. You know, you know, I I, I think I'm probably inclined to assume the human view is correct, mm-hmm. but given that this show seems to be maybe going a little bit against the grain in that respect i'm wondering if if we'll if we'll if it'll turn out that the human assumptions about uh reality are 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 not accurate and that maybe people like the soul hunters are onto something so that's that's again that's why i found this so interesting i really was i was wondering about you know whether like do souls exist in this universe and 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 it, and it didn't provide a concrete answer so i i thought that was no cool. Um, but yeah. it provided an interesting answer. It still, it wasn't like a total sidestep. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, well, we're just going to evade the question entirely. It was just like, well, we're just going to show you what different people are sort of seeing and experiencing. And then you kind of have to figure it out. So figure it out on your own. Yeah. It's, uh, no, it, it, I, I, I think this is a, it's, it's a good episode for setting up a lot of stuff with the Minbari too. It, uh, it, it's, uh, no, I can I, like I say it, it is it is an exciting episode. It's like you go from a political episode to one that's kind of action packed and well, not action packed, but suspenseful. There's, there's a lot of movement you know, there's a sense of danger when he arrives. And then Delenn is like, oh, my God, get that guy. Uh, she like pulls out a gun and tries to kill him. Yeah, like, tries to you know, kill him. And, and the captain's like, <laughs> you know, not... I've known you for two years and I've never seen you do anything remotely violent. So can you any, you know, and, and so it was it was it was a very cool opening. And then the whole time that's hanging over everything you're like oh my god this guy's gonna like kill everybody on the on the on the space station 
And then it turns yeah. out he's, he's he's much more you know he he's still a nefarious presence, but it's not it's not like everybody's gonna die. It's not like because like I feel like in a Star Trek episode, what would tend to happen is everybody would die. You know, like the threat is everybody dies if they don't contain this thing. Yeah, and this wasn't the threat. It was much more it was much more manageable. At worst, like one character is gonna die, maybe two. Do you know what I mean? If the, mm-hmm. if the guy really goes on a spree and, and decides to harvest stoles. <laughs> so I, I thought that was a little bit more interesting than we're all going to die if we don't control this. And then, and then, you know, like, you know, thing, and then, and then maybe people do die and they have to like reverse the process. This was, uh, I, I liked how this played out and it, and it kind yeah, of, it's, it's human level conflicts in both of these. I mean, you know, obviously in, in last episode, Londo went on his way to go murder Jakar at one point. So it's like there was the potential for death of a main character in that episode. But once again, it's, it's not the entire station is going to blow up. It's yeah. just, you know, someone's going to get killed. I felt like the stakes were appropriately set. And and yes. also I cared more about the stakes because if you make the if the stakes are everybody dies it almost becomes a little meaningless because you're worried about everybody and you're not thinking about the one character you like but when it's Delenn is gonna die it's yeah. it's it's a little bit more I feel the stakes feel higher just because it's a little more personal but um, yeah. but also I think the other thing is when I first uh, you know uh, sort of you know agreed to to watch all these shows one of the thoughts I had was well. It was in the 90s. How much is a 90s show going to be able to surprise me? Because I lived through the 90s. I saw a lot of shows then. And I, I don't think that I'm going to, you know, see anything unexpected. Uh, and and this has been able to surprise me a number of times. Um, and a lot of them have been fairly small-scale surprises, but but they've been enjoyable. Like, like, like for instance, when I thought it was going to be a Thing episode and it turned out to be something different or... Or when 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 I thought the stakes would be higher, and then they they weren't higher, uh, you know, stuff like yeah. that is, uh, is 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 making me enjoy the episodes more so far. I mean, I'm only two in, so you know, maybe this all crumbles apart. It'll fall apart yeah. for you, but uh, yeah, it's it's but no, I mean, I I think I I think this is a show you will enjoy. Me recommending it isn't just a everybody should watch Babylon Five. It's like I am certain you will enjoy nope. the show. There, but. there is an almost direct correlation between how easy it is for me to talk on this podcast and how much I enjoyed whatever it was we watched. And, <laughs> and I've found this, in, and, and and I guess how groggy I feel that day. I feel very <laughs> groggy today, but I'm I feel like I I have a lot to say, and like I'm it's not a difficult topic to to sort of uh, no find, that, that... find points to discuss. That, that was another thing when I suggested this show is that this is an easy, easy show to talk about. Mm. You know, there's 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 other shows that I would say are better than Babylon 5 that I would have a harder time mm. talking about. But this this show, it's it's a very good show. And yeah, every episode I can find something to say. And mm-hmm. but yeah, I think of something else I have to say. I think uh, go, going back to Delenn, you know, wanting to pull out a gun and, and kill the soul hunter. It's just, I, it's, it's one of the, one of the consistent traits about the land. She's this really spiritual, calm, peaceful person. But, you know, as you also saw in the prequel, when it's the vote to decide how to react to Dukat getting killed, she's like, kill all the humans, yeah. chase them well, down, murder them. My, she just has these, these points. She just like blows up, you know, <laughs> my father was a sales trainer and he used to have this program called social styles where you would 
divide people into four categories of personality type. But everybody has uh-huh. like a primary personality and then backup behavior. And all I could think <laughs> of was, well, in backup behavior, Delenn becomes a driver. You know, like like that's that. Yeah. Know, in 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 uh in 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 uh in her normal mode, she's like a calm, amiable person. But in backup mode, she is a uh, uh she is a driver. I think. Um. So 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 that 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 dichotomy actually, to me at least, made perfect sense. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's 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 it's. It, it, it's a, it's 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 an inconsistency in her personality that's completely realistic. Is the way I feel about yeah. it. <laughs> no, I, I I think I think it, I can totally see that. I've known people who are who are totally peaceful and calm, but if you if you really push them into a corner or get them super stressed out, suddenly they're not that way anymore. You know, it's a they're yeah. you know I, I and I I could see that especially if if their whole culture is kind of, or at least her cast, I don't know exactly how much of it is her cast or her culture, but if, if her whole uh, experience is supposed to be this one of being calm and spiritual and, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, exactly. Her outward regular behavior is her cast and her upbringing yeah. and everything, but deep down she's, <laughs> she's wound pretty tight. That's, but, uh, uh, that's a good way to put it. And, uh, yeah, it's, there's, there's just a lot in these two episodes and it's, uh, you know, that was the reason I wanted to do two episodes at a time too, just because, uh, it it gives you a wider, wider perspective each week. Well, well also if we, if we didn't do two at a time, we'd be doing it for like 21 weeks. That's true. For a season. That's true. Um, I think, I think two at a time is a wise choice. Uh, (laughs) but, uh. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I was very surprised. I, I, in fact, I think that I'm enjoying it more than when I first watched the prequel and the pilot. Because the pilot is as enjoyable as it was. It had typical pilot issues with it. Issues, and, yes. Uh, um, and the prequel, which I enjoyed, it wasn't the show. Do you mean it was a, no, a different I... format, a different structure? So it wasn't what you're sort of dealing with on a daily basis. I really like the setting. I really like the characters, and I'm I'm really interested in to see where where this goes. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I that was something I said to you before was that, you know, I I think it's best to start with the prequel and the pilot, but the prequel and the pilot are neither of those are the show. Mm-hmm. It's like when you get to the first episode of the show, you're like. Okay, this is the show, and this is what the show is like. Mm-hmm. Finally, but I, I think it's better to have that other stuff in your head when you actually start with that episode. Yeah, and I, I think and, I'm—I feel like I'm benefiting from that. Um, but you know, again, we know we'll, well, and 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 knowing the, at least one of the surprises, I'm not too concerned about. You know, I, I've been—I've had enough plot reveals in my life with that that sort of thing that I don't, you know, I, I don't yeah. feel the need to to sort of play that game with every show. Well, you know, I, I started watching Soul Hunter. Like I said, that was my first episode. And a lot of that stuff just went through my head. The stuff about the cot and your war and the, you know, and all mm. of that stuff. I It just was noise to me. You know, mm. it was like I, I by the end of the episode, I'd forgotten everything mm. he said about that, you know. And, uh, well, and it's like. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this show's kind of hinting at things are going to happen. You know, this was back in '94, and I'm like, okay, whatever. The show's probably never going to pull the trigger on it, and blah. But it's mm. like, I feel, I feel knowing. It's like, okay, yeah, there is something happening here. Because well, and it's probably it's, important. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll say it's just it's just because I feel I feel that the Minbari stuff that you learn in the prequel is all stuff they play 
too subtly during season one. So you don't pick up on it enough to make any, it's just, it's just, yeah, I don't understand this. That's your whole reaction to it. You know? Well, and I, I feel too like, uh, you know, I remember at the time, and there are probably shows that are exceptions to this, but I remember a lot of the shows were not all that concerned about that kind of continuity. Mm-hmm. It was just, not, you know, you would, you know, you would have shows where from one episode to the next, it's almost like they hit a reset button. And, yeah. and so you got used to a lot of that kind of dialogue being meaningless because it might be contradicted five episodes down the road or, or yeah. it just would never matter again. So, and I, and I, 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 my, my, my sense whenever I talked to people who watched it at the time was the reason they liked it was that level of continuity. But, um, uh, yeah, but yeah, so I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see if it, if it, if it provides uh sustained con- continuity for me over the, over the, uh, the upcoming episodes. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be a challenge. Yeah. Next, next episode is actually the first episode. Well, the first of any of these things you've watched, everything you've watched, the, the prequel, the pilot and the two episodes were all written by J. Michael Straczynski. Mm. And, uh, this one is, this next one is written by Larry Dottilio, the, uh, the guy who wrote massive Nair Letho tap. So that's the, it'll be your okay. first, born, first one. born to the purple too. That's an, you know, that that yeah. one has me <laughs> has me wondering. So and, uh, so, and then infection yeah. is the next one. So we'll do born to the purple and infection, and then uh, we have quite a ways to go. How many was it? Twenty two episodes. Twenty two uh, episodes in this season. season. Yeah. And is it always? Tw- is it twenty two every season? Is that the uh, number I they always? I think hit? it's twenty two every season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I mean we... that that was just the standard at the time. There's not. It's not like now where things get very variable on season length okay so we we have a we have a ways we have we have a ways <laughs> we have a go. long journey so all right <laughs> so all right so uh you know we're, we're gonna have to end it now because i i i have uh some errands to run unfortunately but uh we'll be back on uh hopefully next week with the next two episodes and this friday i'm going to be doing uh lady hermit uh with the whole group lady chow fung uh, Kenny, I don't know, uh, Adam, I don't believe you said you could be there, correct? I have a play I'm yeah. stage managing on Friday, so I okay. will not be there. And I, and I believe we also might not have Elliot with us, but it'll at least be me, Kenny and Lady Chowfong. And, um, and, and I, 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 this is a movie I, 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 I adore. So I'm hopefully, hopefully I won't be the only one in the room who likes it, but we'll see. Uh, and uh and yeah so and also uh, i just want to mention to people i've been doing this Song ling strange tales from a chinese studio thing on the blog you might want to check it out uh i've been basically doing every story in the book and and i i'm almost done now i think i'm like 65 percent of the way through and i have an interview with the author of crossing the gate a uh, uh a history of, of women during the song dynasty so uh so all right so we will we will uh head out and we will talk to you later
Drop!